the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Damn, how the hell did we get here already? This is nuts. Where's the music at? I love the music. I love it. There we go. Thank you. It ran away for a second. Yeah, it ran away. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. Time flies when you're having fun. I'm being joined by our main man and producer, Jack Stern. You listening all over the country. I'm, how, did, how the hell I got one hour left? Jack, what happened? I feel like I just sat down. Do you feel like the time goes by quicker with me or Chef? I'm going to put you on the spot. It, it doesn't matter. Right. Some shows go by quicker than others. I understand. No, I don't have nothing to do with who's producing. And, uh, it's not even all the shows feel like they, they go by quick. I, especially, I guess, coming off of the weekend. I'm here. Like, how the hell did we get here? Anyway, one more hour. I get started every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to everybody locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Uh, People tuned in on the free Odyssey app. That's how you can listen. You can hit rewind. You can hit pause. You can listen to the show in the morning if you want. You can listen again in the afternoon. You can listen to the show whenever the hell you feel like it on the free Odyssey app. All my folks on Sirius XM channel 158 when I'm in my car driving around Georgia. That's how I take a tune in. And then you can also listen on the smart speaker. When I'm at home and I walk in the door, I say, hey, play CBS Sports Radio. And the dumb computer speaks back. And the next thing I know, I'm listening to the radio. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. The phone line is 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. If you know how to utilize social media, do it. I'm at JR Sport Brief. Yeah, social media, where people like to scream and yell uh, to themselves because they have nothing better to do. But me, I built a whole life and career off of it. Knock yourselves out. Here's the deal. We've talked about the All-Star game for the NBA, one of the worst I've ever seen in my damn life. Terrible. We talked about Russell Westbrook joining the Los Angeles Clippers and how that may or may not work for him. I think it's a a good match for both teams. Neither have anything to lose. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers get a a future Hall of Fame point guard. The Clippers get a warm body just in case any of them other dudes get hurt. And I think he's a better match and a better fit. He ain't going to be asked to, to do too much. DK Metcalf, after his amazing weekend in the NBA celebrity game, his amazing commercial that went viral, DK Metcalf was uh, requested by the NFL to take a drug test. And then we talked about Daniel Jones right before the break and how Daniel Jones of the New York Giants uh, switched agents over the weekend. And it's been reporting that he's looking for a deal that starts at $45 million uh, per year which is the same amount of money that Patrick Mahomes makes uh, per year. He's Daniel Jones ain't looking for 10. And the New York Giants have the control here. They can slap the franchise tag on him, pay him approximately 30 to $32 million, have him for another year at minimum, and then even if they tag him, they still have the opportunity and chance to further negotiate a longer-term deal, of which I believe would be in the three- to four-year range. But in the process of that, 
the New York Giants would have to figure out a contract with Saquon Barkley. And so Daniel Jones' situation would still complicate things uh, with Saquon. And so here we are in an odd world, in an odd situation. I also mentioned to you, and God bless her, good for her, uh, Brittany Griner officially has a a one-year deal in place to return to the Phoenix Mercury when their season starts in May. And so after being detained for about a year in Russia, we'll see. And if you want to watch a WNBA game, this would be the one to see uh, Brittany Griner returning to the league. Uh, As we move forward, I'm going to get to more of your calls. These aren't the only people that signed contracts and, and, and got deals done. Uh, Mac McClung, who a lot of people had no idea who the hell he was before the dunk contest. Uh, he has a new shoe deal. I want to fill you in on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I guess he should be coming out of his darkness uh, walk cleanse over the next few days. Uh, Derek Carr uh, reportedly via his brother, David, had a great meeting with the New York Jets and he's looking for a deal. And so we're going to talk about a lot of deal making here. Uh, over the next hour we do have some callers that have been waiting patiently let's get them on before we keep things rolling 855-212-4CBS let's go ahead and start off with Ralph from Miami you're on the JR Sport Bree Show Ralph I am great no need to ask what's on your mind I understand JR and I think you love your show but I'm happy to hear from you too JR I will say, and when it comes to Daniel Jones, I will probably say I don't agree with his decision. Yes, that's his money. You always say that you're right. When is when it comes to paying those guys, yeah, pay them. Because yes, you're right. They play the sport. They put their body on the line. They get hurt. But to me, I feel like with him, just one year didn't prove you didn't prove enough to for that type of money. Because like I said, you could get your money this year, and and then you come back next year. You don't even you don't even have weapons, and you can't even perform for the money that you're getting paid. So it's just like, are you making the right choice or are you going to be making an Aaron Rodgers choice? That's what I really want to make have him understand. There's there's no loss for Daniel Jones to ask for 45. There there is no L uh, outside of the court of public opinion. I agree with that, but I agree with that, but it's just the fact that you're just that right now you can see he does not have any weapons. Well, that's all of that is all of that is uh, irrelevant, Ralph. It It don't matter. He's going to get paid. He's going to get a deal. It it doesn't matter if the New York Giants and Daniel Jones come to terms on a longer-term agreement, three or four years, or whether he sits on the franchise tag. He's going to be paid. He knows he's not going to get paid $45 million. No, but I agree with that. Well, hold on, Ralph. Hold on, Ralph. (laughs) The first thing you do is put a number out there that you know you're not going to get. That's it. That's it. So it's not like it's not like he asking, "Hey, I need forty five. Take it." A, he don't have no leverage in that regard. He could have walked up to the New York Giants and said, "Hey, y'all need to pay me sixty, and they would have laughed and said, "Here's a franchise tag," or they would have institutionalized him. That's it. It's a wild number. Ask for forty five. Think you'll get forty. The New York Giants will still laugh. Everybody will. Maybe he really doesn't want to be a New York Giant. But the New York Giants, but between him and Daniel Jones, it's a match made in, in heaven for now. I was on WFAN hosting in New York City on Saturday afternoon. And I had a caller who, who suggested that the New York Jets, instead of hosting Derek Carr 
to be their future quarterback, why don't the New York Jets just try to acquire Daniel Jones? And I said, man, do, do, can you come back to reality for a second? The New York Giants have been looking for a quarterback to replace Eli Manning. Why the hell would they allow Daniel Jones to just go down or up the turnpike and join the Jets? And then what would the New York – the New York Jets are supposed to, to, to trade for him? Like, what, what are we talking about? Like, let's come to earth. The New York Jets out here whining and dining Derek Carr. And then David Carr, his brother, uh, said that, uh, yeah, my brother Derek isn't going to make an immediate decision. So don't expect Derek Carr to just sign with the, the New Orleans Saints or the New York Jets or the Buccaneers or any of these teams – that need a QB. Don't expect it to happen anytime soon. And everybody is waiting for this guy as well. He's the man who floats over the entire quarterback scene now that we have no Tom Brady. Tom Brady is gone. We're now in the world of Aaron Rodgers. And he is on his darkness journey or whatever the hell and and he's taken quiet time to himself and he's turned off his phone. Let, let's be real here. If you're the New York Jets, you want Aaron Rodgers, you want Derek Carr. And we talked about this. We know about all the headaches that can potentially come with one guy versus the other. Derek Carr is the safe option. If the New York Jets can get their hands on, on Aaron Rodgers, you don't think they want to do that? But Aaron Rodgers is, uh, I don't want to call him a loose cannon. He's just going to do what he wants to do, which is well within his right. Similar to Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers wants to take his time. He wants to think about his future. And by the way, there ain't no damn guarantee that Aaron Rodgers wants to go to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers may look directly at Devontae Adams and say, I want to go over there. And I want to be with that guy. So there's, there's no guarantees. And this is funny because Aaron Rodgers likes to tell everyone that he doesn't care what people think, but he's always responding to what people think and what they say. Uh, I remember last week, and we're going to play this, this audio for you momentarily. I remember last week before Aaron Rodgers went on his, uh, his darkness retreat, he was with Pat McAfee. And he was talking about all these NFL insiders and Schefter and I don't even know these other guys' names. And he's just like, look, none of these dudes know what the hell I'm doing. They're good at their job, but they ain't my friends. They're not, they not a part of my crew. Here's the clip. Listen, I'm not in my darkness retreat yet. What? Oh, and yesterday. What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months, and it was always the same date. Always the end of this week. Oh. So anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, to Adam Schefter, or to any of those people. Okay? So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle. Oh, well, thank you, uh, Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you for making clear who your friends are and, and who they are not. It's good to know. He's the domino that has to drop. 
And for all of this talking and all of the discussions that he's done, and we, we can go back to last season, does anybody think he's going to retire? I'd be surprised just a little bit if he walked away. Because to do all of this talking, he's talked more about playing and his future. and Like, why go through all the trouble? I don't think he's going anywhere. And when I say anywhere, not the Packers, it's been reported the Packers are ready to move on. I think he's going to stay in the league. I don't think he's moving towards retirement. And even if he did, it'd be nice if he went on a permanent darkness retreat, but that ain't that ain't happening either. So we'll figure out what happens with Aaron Rodgers, and then I guess Derek Carr will figure out the scraps. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Eric is calling from Chicago. What's up, Eric? Hey, JR. What's going on, man? Great show. What's on your mind? Uh, look at here, man. I want to know what your opinion, the value is when it comes to sports. With the Justin Fields, Chicago Bears, uh, you know, there's a couple of crazy analysts saying they might trade Justin Fields versus uh, trading the pick. What do you what, what's your what's your thoughts on the whole situation with the Chicago Bears and their number one pick in Justin Fields? I believe the Chicago Bears, with their new general manager Ryan Poles, I think they have they have time here. I don't think they have to be rushed into a decision. And when I say I think they have time, he did not draft this man, and so he has two routes that he can go. If I'm the GM, I'm thinking about this from my perspective. I want to deliver the team a championship. I want to build a team. I personally want to make money because I want my job. He just went through a season, his first season, with Fields as the QB. He was able to acquire Chase Claypool. We know that the Bears need talent all over the field on offense, on defense. They are, they've been stripped down. They need an offensive line. I believe that you go, unless you have a strong conviction at, at QB, that you hold on to Fields. And if you are to have another crap season, you, you go get another QB. I wouldn't let him go. I would hold on to him. And if mm-hmm. I'm the GM, I'm saying to myself, if I get rid of Fields and he blossoms somewhere else, which is a possibility, and now I have a rookie QB, unless you really believe in that rookie, like you, you asked out, you're going to look bad. I would hold on. You're going to get at least one more shot at another QB. Uh, whether it's a veteran down the line, whether it's another opportunity to draft another QB, I wouldn't pull the plug right now unless they feel very strongly about bringing in another one. Okay, I'm, I'll say I'm, I'm I'm with that. That's why I just I, you know I was thinking the same way. I just wanted to hear hear from you because I, I'm like it's a no brainer. I just watched Philadelphia Eagles. I just watched Jalen Hurts, and to me. I see Justin Fields. I I see Jalen Hurts when I look at Justin Fields, but faster and bigger. And I'm like, okay, get some offensive line, get some defensive line, uh, uh, one wide receiver to shore up the, the core, and bam, you got Chicago, you got Philadelphia in Chicago. Yeah, it's not. Ain't no. We know ain't no guarantee of that. There's no guarantee in anything. 
uh, something that that they put him on notice about Justin Fields is that he needs to improve as a passer. That's something that we all know that he needs to do. But it would also but, help but, if I he mean, has wasn't he a good the passer in Ohio State? I'm sorry. Wasn't 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 his passing ability good at Ohio State? Yeah, it was good. But there's a difference between playing in college versus playing in the NFL. I can go ahead and look at, at, at Justin Fields, or excuse me, not Justin Fields, but, but Hurts. Every single year that he's been in the NFL, he's improved as a passer. There's not True. a one-size-fits-all. And even apart from that, I'll tell you this, listening to Jalen Hurts over the past season, listening to Jalen Hurts as we got closer to the Super Bowl, and we had, we had this conversation, I want to say, last week, Thursday or Friday, as Justin Fields sat down with, uh, I believe it was Pardon Your Take, and he was asked about the advantage of him, for him, playing in the cold weather, being a runner, running dudes over, and he took the opportunity to volunteer how difficult it is for him to play outside in the elements. I had a few callers who took the approach of, it's no big deal. Well, he said what's on his mind. Well, he's only telling the truth. And I said, yeah, he's entitled to say whatever he wants. But sometimes you have to be cognizant of what's coming out of your mouth and the perception that you're helping to create for yourself. When you use Jalen Hurts and you talk about him as a physical example, the other thing about Jalen Hurts is the man hasn't said anything out of his mouth that makes me go, oh, he gets it. Like, he's, he's a leader. I couldn't imagine, listening to Jalen Hurts speak over the past year, there is no circumstance where I believe this man would say, oh, yeah, when it's cold outside, I'd rather play inside. Or uh, it hurts, it, it's not as good, I have to put more, it slows me down. Nothing at all. Everything that comes out of Jalen Hurts' mouth, and this is what his own teammates have said about him, his own veterans, Hall of Fame caliber guys, He's a leader. I want to follow him. And and I don't know if, if Fields has that yet like Hertz does. We may never see, and thank you, Eric, for calling from Chicago, we may never see Jalen Hurts back in the Super Bowl. Maybe we don't see it again. But this dude, he shows up, he works, he gets better. Justin Fields needs to get better. I think he also needs to maybe take a page out of a Hertz book and, and pay attention to how he communicates with the media. You want to limit distractions for yourself. They're already going to exist. They're going to be there. Sometimes you gotta you got to know how to work the room. 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from San Francisco. What's up, Mike? Hey, JR. I have a different topic I wanted to bring up from earlier in the show, talking about the NBA and mainly load management Westbrook and the Clippers and everything. I think this is what I would call a partial solution from a league standpoint, and I guess the good news is it doesn't have to be collectively bargained. I would just require each team to either give a cash refund or an equivalent status ticket, like a regular season ticket or something like that, or perhaps even a ticket to the same team next year if you you know, you really want to see Damian Lillard and you get a free ticket to next year's game with Portland. 
but have some minimum standard that every team has to provide to fans who come to a game or hear about a game where somebody's not going to come and play from out of town, and they can appeal to the team for a refund for that game. That okay. at least would appease a lot of the fans. Yeah, you, you know that ain't happening, Mike. You know that, right? Well, that's what they do in other sports, baseball, and sometimes... What's, uh, what, what, because you know, the weather, because the weather sucks? happens. What happens? The weather. Yeah, what else is happening? I haven't heard about, what, what does the NFL give out a refund? Well, this is just to appease the fans. I'm not saying oh. that it's the solution to everything. No, I'm just well. saying it would long-term be a positive, I think, to uh, not yeah. have a whole bunch of angry fans. In an, in an ideal world, but we know that's that's not happening. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Mike, for calling from San Francisco. A matter of fact, when we come back from break, I want you to hear. We didn't talk about load management earlier on in the show. We talked about how crappy this uh, this break was, or at least the All Star game. But I want you to hear from Adam Silver on the other side of the break, because last year Adam Silver admitted that load management was an issue and a problem. His response over the weekend, I would say, was a little insulting to the fans. And Adam Silver, I I think, is the best commissioner out of the the big sports here in North America. But this past weekend, I think that he screwed it up. I'm going to allow you to hear that from him, and I'll get back to more of your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we had a caller ask about NBA and load management, and and he gave a little bit different of a perspective. He said, what if the NBA just gave back refunds for, you know, when players don't play? And I'm like, man, NBA ain't giving back no damn refunds. Are you serious? Like, well, sometimes other sports do. I said, what, baseball when it rains? When when does the NFL give a refund back to anybody? It's it's nuts. Adam Silver was asked about load management this past weekend. And keep in mind, he is a lawyer. His position changed from about a year ago. This is what Adam Silver had to say last summer when asked about load management. This is from last year. Listen to this quickly. Hesitate to weigh in on an issue as to whether players are playing enough because there is real medical data and scientific data about what's appropriate. And sometimes, to me, the premise of a question as to whether players are playing enough suggests that they should be playing more, that in essence we should, there should be some notion of just get out there and play. And having been in the league for a long time, having spent time with a lot of um, some of our great legends, I don't necessarily think that's the case of what it, uh, the world we may, that, may, that we used to have where it was just get out there and play through injuries, for example. I, I don't think that's appropriate. Clearly, I mean, at the end of the day, these are human beings, many of you talk to and know well, who are often playing through enormous pain, um, who are p- play through all kinds of... Um, you know, I, I, I hesitate to label them injuries, but, but play through all kinds of aches and pains on a regular basis. And the suggestion, I think, that, that these men, in the case in the NBA, somehow um, should just be out there more for its own sake, I, I don't buy into. Uh, I, I think, on the other hand, 
then there's the fan, there's the fan aspect of saying, all right, well, if that's going to be the case, that players are not going to be able to participate in a certain amount of games, what should the response be from the league and how should you be presenting your product? It's interesting because even given where we are now, where I don't think the issue is quite what some suggest. I mean, our stars are not missing that many games for resting. I mean, we have injuries. I think we'd all agree that's a separate issue. But if it's sort of as a measure of single games missed, it's not that bad. But if, if, if we were, I think, to suggest that um, that's going to be the case going, that, that is going to be the, going, the case look, going forward, I then look at the data and think, all right, well, this year we're going to, have, we're going to likely break the all-time record for tickets sold. We're likely going to have the all-time record for season ticket renewals. So our fans aren't necessarily suggesting that they're that upset with the product that we're presenting. That was actually from this past weekend. So Adam Silver, every uh, all-star break, the commissioner on Saturday, like right before they have the uh, festivities, the dunk contest, three-point shootout, et cetera, he sits around and he gives like a state of the union for the NBA. And you just heard the man. Adam Silver's like that. The fans aren't upset. There's nothing wrong with the league. And that was a lot of posturing. He is a lawyer. He knows that the NBA has an issue with quote-unquote load management. He wasn't born yesterday. He's a very intelligent human being. Uh, it's just sad that, that that was said publicly because the fans have to hear it and it's a load of crap. This is what Adam Silver said last year about load management, and it's during the summer. He was very clear that it's frustrating. It's the opposite from what he said two days ago. There's no players, frankly, that aren't injured. More frustrating also isn't clear, at least to me, um, whether it's serving a useful purpose. So that, you know, figuring out a way to prevent, to create that right healthy balance, I think is, is what we're all about. Yeah, trying to figure out a way to create that right balance is what we're all about. Like, you know, you know there's a problem, but what Adam Silver is not going to come out and say is that there is one. Because he's not trying to inflame the situation at all, especially right before they get ready to play these games or play the All-Star game, which, by the way, was crap. It's called a spade a spade. Say we need to figure out how to have our players out there playing. Don't tell everybody that the fans don't care because the revenue is through the roof and the ticket sales and renewals are through the roof. We know there are plenty of people who are, are, are not happy with when and how many games the players are playing. And no one is insinuating that these guys go out and play when they're injured or they're hurt. But at minimum, the fans deserve better. How about, uh, how about one of their young players actually believes that? Anthony Edwards from right here and in Georgia, Atlanta, he was asked about this, and he said it during his own damn press conference. The guy who's a first-time All-Star, he can barely buy a beer. This is what Anthony Edwards had to say about load management. If there's anything I could change about the league to make it better, probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Um, just play, man. If you, if you, if you, if you 
eighty percent, you got to play. I, I don't, I don't like all the sitting, missing games and stuff like these people. These people might have enough money to come to one game. You know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to, and then you sitting out. You know what I'm saying? So, I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know. It might be one fan that has never seen me play, and I'm trying to play. So, I don't. That's the only thing I don't like. Uh, guys just sitting out. He's, he's 21. He feels that way right now. Are his feelings going to change into the future? Possibly. Anthony Edwards is already killing it in the NBA right now. 21 years old, getting 25 points, six rebounds, five assists per game. He's a monster. And Anthony Edwards, as he continues to mature, you know, Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns has talked about his diet. Anthony Edwards is on his way to being one of those those killers in the NBA. One of those dudes who will just go out there and get it. What he just said is the type of attitude that the NBA needs from more of its superstar players instead of ambivalence. I'm here. You should be thankful that I'm here. I'm doing you a favor. Much love to Anthony Edwards and a, a little bit of disappointment for to Adam Silver for what he had to say publicly over the weekend. Just kind of brushing aside load management like it's not a problem. He's being a lawyer and he's actually negotiating. Everybody, including he, knows that there's a problem. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to some more of your calls on the other side of the break before we roll out. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Time flies when you're having fun. We got a bunch of callers on the line who have some thoughts, some opinions. Let's go ahead and have a chat with them before we keep things rolling. Uh, Let's not waste any time. Let's go ahead and talk to Guru calling up from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Sure. Uh, So I have a two-parter. One is kind of fantasy. The other is kind of reality. Um, Jones, what do you – let's say hypothetically – and optimistically for Atlanta fans, New York doesn't have the money for him. We have some money. He comes to Atlanta. This is fantasy. Do you think he would be a good fit in Atlanta? The reality one is, do you think Aaron Rodgers would possibly come to Atlanta? So I think the answer to both is no. <laughs> I'm glad you know. I'm glad you know they're both fantasy. Uh, I'm a little little perplexed while you're asking. The New York Giants aren't going to let Daniel Jones go. If Daniel Jones is to go, there's no reason for him to go to Atlanta. But I believe a a player with his talents would certainly be a fit for Atlanta. You may have that in Ritter. We don't know. I don't think so. I don't either. I hope so. But we we don't know. But Daniel Jones, is uh, he's a good passer. He's improved as a passer. Uh, we just saw what he did on the ground. He's a tough dude, sometimes too tough for his own good. Just mm-hmm. had 700 yards rushing and seven TDs. So I think he'd be very good on the Falcons, but that ain't that ain't happening. Sorry, Guru. You're going to have to look that's through that's Ritter. That's for, but thank you for taking my call. You guys have a great show, and uh, have great. a great night. Thank you, Guru. Yeah, you. you that's, that's a lot of wishing, brother. And then Aaron Rodgers, why, why, if Aaron Rodgers, why would he want to come to Atlanta for what? Why? I think he would drive he would drive people nuts here. He would drive people nuts. He's going to drive people nuts anywhere that he goes. If Aaron Rodgers came here to Atlanta, I'd laugh. It ain't happening, though. Sorry. Lee is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Um, 
first of all, thank you for talking about the Clippers in your second hour. I appreciate that, man, because I followed them since they're in San Diego. That sucks for you. And the Lloyd Free days. Do you remember Lloyd Free, bro? Uh, w- no, I don't. Uh, is that before your time? It is before no my problem. time. No problem. He played for the it, 76ers. He came to the Clippers in the, in the, the early 80s. At the same time, if, if outside of Billy Crystal and you, I don't know too many people who sat around and watched uh, watched the Clippers. No, they started in San Diego, but I still follow them. And I just appreciate you talking about them because yeah, I still familiar. follow them today. Yeah, and I that's, love that's why uh, I said Kawhi it Leonard. Sucks. That's why I said it sucks for you, but we'll go ahead. I, I just I just appreciate you and uh, okay I, the Michael Westbrook. I, I think if if this team can stay healthy, they might yeah. be able to do something in the playoffs. Okay, I'm not I saying they're so. going to win a championship, but, but I think they might be able to make a run if they can stay healthy with all those veterans and uh, if uh, Westbrook can adjust his game a little bit. I think it might be good. I think so too, Lee. They they certainly have a chance. Thank you for calling from San Diego. I think Russell Westbrook will will do a damn good job with the Clippers as well. He only got to play twenty something games. He has to hope everybody else is healthy, and then we have to hope he's not out there just jacking up shots. That's that that's a lot to ask for, but we'll see. Paul is calling from Detroit. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Paul? Hey, what's up, Jay? How you doing, man? I ain't talked to you since the day before the staff trade. Well, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I Paul, Paul, that, Paul, that Paul, Paul slow down. A long time ago. Paul, huh? I, I don't I don't know what you're saying. Just talk talk a little slower. I said, okay, I stopped watching the NBA and NBA All-Star game years ago because it's it been a joke. But okay. I, what I wanted to ask you about is um, I think pro football is, is excellent. They got so many young quarterbacks coming up on both, both leagues. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the wrong pass options have you know, brought the game to a new level. Cause, well, speed's always been the thing. I've been looking for football to really go, go, continue to go like it is, maybe be more than what we ever think it to be. And I like listening to your show. I'm a, I'm a listener, I, and I learn, I learn about a lot. I got a lot of information from, from you and different other people calling. So I want to thank you, know, thank you for allowing me to speak on your show. Thank I'll talk you. real fast. I've been waiting for about an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, you started talking so damn fast. I don't know what you're saying. But listen, I, 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 people, I, I ain't got my teeth in. A lot of people say the same thing. <laughs> you, you don't have your teeth in <laughs> right now? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. Okay. Right, thank you, man. I enjoy your show. I'm, I'm going to call okay. time to time when I think I have something to say. Right, have okay. a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you, Paul. Shout out to everybody up in the D. What up? Uh, listen, man. Uh, he lo- I- I've lost my train of thought now. The man say, "Yeah, Jay, I've been waiting on hold. I ain't got my teeth in." I'm like, "Okay, well." I was like, "I knew." I-, I-, I was like, "I know there's a reason why I'm having difficulty understanding what that man was saying." Now I've lost my whole train of thought. He, I had a point there. I did, Jack. What was it? What did he call me about? I don't forgot. <laughs> Well, I'm looking at the call screener now. I needed reference as well because I honestly forgot as well. He was just taking you in circles there. But he called to say that he thought that the NBA has become an absolute joke. I, but I then outside, he mentioned the NFL. Oh, the quarterbacks, the run-pass option. Yes, okay, now I remember. Yeah, I guess you could say Paul called an audible. You got to play the cymbals and the, the drums for that. He... He's he's correct. 
and it's nice that the NFL has moved to this space, the guys are passing more than ever before. Uh, the percentages have gone up on the amount of, of passes that, that we have in the league. And I don't want to say this started with Lamar Jackson because it did not. You, you might say this started a little bit with Cam Newton. Offensive coordinators, and nowadays they bounce back and forth between college and the pros. Uh, we can look at, at someone like Bill O'Brien now moving from, from Alabama and now going back to the league and Belichick. Um, it's just so many guys who just move, even though the OC here from the Bulldogs is now going to be working with, with Lamar Jackson. And the fact is we do have coordinators who look at the offensive talent and they want to work with their talent. They want to see what the quarterback can do. What are his capabilities? How can we, quote, unquote, indoctrinate him into the NFL and take advantage of his talent instead of making the quarterback fit my system? That's it. One of the other things that David Carr said about his brother Derek this past season with the Las Vegas Raiders were that, or was that Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels didn't get along or didn't have the same offensive philosophy because Josh McDaniels didn't want uh, Derek Carr making adjustments at the line of scrimmage. He, as the coach, wanted to make those adjustments and didn't didn't trust his his veteran QB to go out there and do it. And so is that the same as, well, we're going to let you run around and do what you feel like? No. But you got to take advantage of, of, of people in there. Their strengths, especially if you want to go out there and win. Mark is here from Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Jer? I'm good, Mark. Go ahead. Good. Hey, I wanted to ask one other question. Um, you're a Bear fan. Have you heard anything about Justin Fields and his throwing sh- non-throwing shoulder? Is he going to have surgery? I haven't heard anything about him having surgery. Okay. I'm not familiar. The other thing, I, I want to preface it by saying that um, I don't think the players should have signed their contract so quickly the last time. I don't like the idea of them being tied up for so long, but it is what it is. Who, who are you? Quarterback, what's who that? Are you, are you referring to someone specific? What are you talking about? Well, I, I called in about the Giants quarterback. I think it'd be best for – I'm a homer for the Bears. I don't know anything about football, really, but – the Giants and and their fans, I think it would be best for them to make him play another year. If he can make $35 million and play another year, he signed a $25 million contract, he'll be making a good living. He hasn't proved that he's anything more than a mediocre quarterback down the road. And he's, not, he's not guaranteed that he's going to – there's no guarantee correct. he's going to be a great right. quarterback. That's why, I mean, that's why the, the, you, you are correct, 100%. That's why the New York Giants have taken the approach of we can franchise tag him and pay him approximately $32 million, $35 million, which would be right up in his wheelhouse, or we can come to that agreement for about three years and pay him approximately 100 give or take, and Daniel Jones should be happy with the, the money that might be his way. Uh, you know, they'll haggle yeah. about how much of that is, is guaranteed. Uh, but the New York Giants, they're the ones who have the leverage here. And Daniel Jones, I don't want to say he's going to have to settle, but he is. At minimum, he, the New York Giants could say, hey, we paying you 32 and that's it. 
it will hamstring the Giants with the rest of their roster, mainly Saquon Barkley and, you know, trying to figure out what happens with Leonard Williams. And you want to come to a deal if you can do it. And so he put out that first number, has new representation, and we'll see what happens. But I don't think Daniel Jones is going anywhere. Sorry about that. If you thought you had a wish for him to come help you out, your team. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jack, thank you so much for an amazing night. Appreciate you, man. My pleasure. The good news is we get to do it again tomorrow, JR. I like that. We'll be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find me at JR Sport Brief everywhere. But for right now, we're done. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. Thank you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 